0: Welcome to the Display the Gospel podcast, a place where we will explore topics related to the Christian life in order to demonstrate and declare the gospel as followers of Jesus. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome. This podcast is going to be about uh, leadership essentials, and specifically the importance of Christian leadership and administration as it relates to the overall culture of an organization. Now. You might hear all that and say, man, leadership, okay, I hear that word a lot. That sounds great. But administration, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun. It might sound kind of boring. But in reality, leadership and administration are are very, very similar. But there are also different nuances to that as well. And so we're going to talk a little bit about today about uh, why leadership is so important and why it's so essential. And I think most people would agree that leadership is essential. Um, We hear that all the time. We are familiar with many leaders in different capacities and different um, organizations all over the world. But could you articulate why leadership is so important? And so the the, the core premise of this episode is we're going to talk about uh, how strong leadership is the primary means by which the culture of an organization is actually established, maintained, assessed, and adjusted. And so before we get into some of the meat of that and unpack that, first I, I want to say a quick word about what I mean when I say the word culture. Uh, every organization or church or um, nonprofit has a culture of its own. And by culture, what we really mean is is kind of the idea of this is what we do here. Um, another way of explaining it maybe more in terms of a definition would be the thoughts, the attitudes, the behaviors of a certain group of people, within a specific context. And so in terms of leaders uh, creating a culture within their organization, we must acknowledge that, that every leader actually is creating culture. So the question is not if they are creating culture. The question is what kind of culture are they creating? And so everything the leader does uh, will positively or negatively affect the overall culture of the organization that they are a part of. And so this was, this brings us to kind of the meat and the potatoes today of what we're going to be talking about is, and here's four principles of uh, leadership and administration as it relates to the overall culture of an organization. So number one, uh, leaders establish the vision and they cast the vision. Now we all, again, we've, we've heard these terms, vision, uh, but vision is simply what what do we hope to see accomplished if we meet our goals? What's the end that we're shooting for? What's the target? You see, good leaders, they start with the end in mind and they're constantly reminding people where the collective whole is going, where they need to be going, where they should be focused. And see, we all know, we've all been a part of organizations or certain places before or jobs that that don't have a vision and they don't really have a purpose. And so the organization without a vision is bound to drift upon the waters of uncertainty, um, mediocrity. And so casting vision is important. Casting vision must be constant because we are people that forget. And vision leaks, uh, someone famous, more famous than me has said. And so we have to continually remind people, what is the vision? Why are we here? what What's the purpose? And what are we shooting for? And continually reminding people why we gather or why we work or why we pursue the goals that we do. And we might get sick of saying it as leaders, but by the time you're really sick of saying it, most likely your people have just begun to really hear it and grasp it and internalize it for them in terms of their actions, their attitudes, and their behaviors. And so without vision, uh, the organization honestly will not make a very significant impact uh, what, in whatever um, lane it's in. It probably won't make an intentional impact for the kingdom of God if we're talking about a Christian organization or a church. And so vision really drives a lot of everything, and that vision obviously for the Christian must be must be determined and must be developed in the context of a relationship with God through Jesus Christ and through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And so as that comes out, though, I think it's going to be important for leaders to continue to cast that vision and remind people where we're going. So that's number one. The second principle for leadership and administration as it relates to the culture of an organization is that leaders must maintain the vision by establishing systems processes, policies, and procedures. Now, I know many of you are like, oh man, he just used the word policies and procedures in a podcast. This is not going anywhere good. But but believe me, while that sounds boring, maybe um, initially, and I know I used to think that way, that man, policies and procedures, let me go take a nap. But, but these are actually very foundational dynamics to the long-term uh, longevity and the health and the integrity of any organization. Because these Systems and processes actually allow you to set goals. And and having a target and all those types of things is pretty easy. It's easy to say, we want to go here. We want to do that. We want to accomplish this. That's really the easy part. To dream is easy. But charting a path from where you currently are to where you need to be is actually the hard part. And, And the path from where you are to where you need to be is paved with systems, processes, policies, and procedures. And so, The key here really is this, is that good leaders understand that these systems, processes, policies, and procedures are really your governing rhythms to make sure that you're not just doing the right things, but you're also doing them in the right way. And that's important. You know, a lot of times we get into this mindset that we just want to get the job done. Let's just get it done. Let's just cross it off our list. And let's just move on to the next, next task. You know, great leaders are not just concerned with doing things. They're concerned with doing things the right way and having a good system and a good process or even policies and procedures, um, which we don't have time to go into all the different things you could have in those categories, but having those things really makes sure the organization has the right people doing the right things the right way. And that's a really key aspect of good leadership is making sure the organization has the right people doing the right things the right way. So Good leaders regularly assess this. They evaluate those systems and and processes and policies and procedures. They make changes. They keep people and resources properly aligned within those things to make sure that the vision is being carried out through those systems and processes, policies, and procedures. So while that sounds boring... Um things like budgets, uh, things like safety, uh, things like resources and equipment and, and building or property management, all those things matter. having a system uh, you know of if you're in a church and you're needing to follow up with new visitors, if you're needing to disciple people and move them through a, a growth track from a, a new believer to uh, learning and growing, uh, all those types of systems and processes really matter because it helps people get to where they need to go and that helps you as an organization ultimately get to where you want to go. so, that's a principle number two. Principle number three, is that is that leaders set the pace for the organization. Um, that's probably not something you uh, it's not something new to you probably. But how does that happen actually? How do leaders actually set the pace um, for the organization? Well, primarily number one is is they they set the pace for the organization by who they are. Um, and and for for Christian leaders, you know, there's three core aspects uh, I believe for a Christian leader. Uh, the, and here's here's three, and then I'm gonna pack, unpack them a little bit. but the three aspects of a, of a leader that need to be there is one, they need to be a secure leader. Number two, they need to be a godly leader. And number three, they need to be a skilled leader. Now when I mean when I say a secure leader, I mean a leader who who understands their identity in Christ, understands that they are made in the image of God and that they've been adopted into God's family by the merits, In the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ alone, and there's nothing that they can do uh, to merit God's favor, that all of it's been accomplished perfectly through the work of Jesus Christ. And so they're secure in who they are. They know that even though they they labor and they strive in in, in whatever job or field that they are, they they work hard, uh, but that's not who they are. Their work should not define them. Uh, Their family, their successes or failures should not define them. Uh, their their relationship to God and what God says about them defines them. So that's what I mean when I say a secure leader. Second, a godly leader. This one's pretty self-explanatory. This really just means having godly character. And there's obvious there should be obvious character and personal transformation going on in this leader. There should be good fruit. There should be good reputation, integrity, humility. There should be a maturity um, about this leader. And that, that sets the pace because people see that. And and they they understand, oh wow, this is where we're going. So, a secure leader, a godly leader, and third, a skilled leader. Now, this, um, I believe, is modeled very, very clearly in scripture uh, after the life of Jesus. And there's three dynamics to being a skilled leader, I think Uh, a servant, a teacher, and an equipper. A servant, I mean, Jesus was often identified as a person who came not to be served, but to serve others. He came to give his life ultimately as a ransom for many. And then we see him even washing the feet of the disciples. We see him uh, serving other people and talking to people he probably shouldn't have been culturally at that time. He came to seek other people. And so for us as leaders, we need to seek to help others. Um, Not just to serve them, but also to help them accomplish their God-given abilities within the organization as well. Um, And there's few things that are more rewarding than watching a person discover and live out that purpose in front of you. It's exciting. It's a beautiful thing. And that can happen when we serve them and they understand that we're for them. We're not better than them. We're not on a pedestal above them, but we're with them in the journey too. So number two, uh, second aspect of being a skilled leader is to be a teacher. Um, Now, what I mean by this is a holistic teaching, not just teaching head knowledge and information and facts and, and, and cold data but a teaching that truly transforms the whole person, head, heart, and hands. Uh, I believe, you know, Howard Hendricks, um, who's passed away now, but is kind of a distant mentor to me through his books and his writings and his recordings and, and things that he's said. But, you know, he, he said about the Bible once, you know, he said, the Bible was not written to make you a smarter sinner. The Bible was written to transform your life. Um And I love that because when we study scripture, even, you know, we have the tendency to go, man, that's really cool. I know all this stuff. But if we don't take that stuff and we don't meditate on it and think about uh, what is God trying to teach me through this and and theologically reflecting on the passage, seeing how it fits within the whole scripture, and then applying it to our life and finding the personal application for that text and letting the text truly transform us by challenging us and uh, uh, rebuking us if necessary, and teaching us things. And so as leaders, we need to be teaching God's word to people. We need to be helping them understand it, apply it, um, and live it out. And so the third aspect of a skilled leader then is to be a good equipper. We're not here just to teach at them and talk at them, but we're here to equip them by mentoring them to to build good teams and, and training and developing others and pouring into them and then deploying them to use their God-given talents and abilities to accomplish and further the mission and the vision of any organization or church. And uh, let me just tell you, equipping people is one of the most exciting things I've had the privilege to do in my life, where we, we help people find out what their spiritual gifts are, and then we help them find ways to serve in the church or wherever they're at um, to really use that gift for the bigger mission and the purpose. And again, to see them come alive as they can use their specific gifts in a very meaningful way. Um, and so those those are some very important things. And so um, those are the first three principles. Um, and the last and the fourth and final uh, principle um, that has to do with leadership and administration in terms of the overall culture, again, is by is leaders that are modeling for others what they want to see implemented and replicated. You know, good leaders can't just talk about it. Uh, we can't just uh, say go do this and that. Leaders must model. They must lead and they must motivate by example and hold others accountable to the standard that is expected. But it's much more powerful if, if leaders are saying, Hey, I'm right in the trenches here with you. Um, and so good leaders are modeling what they expect their people to do, and they're usually leading from the front. Um, and another aspect of this is that good leaders are often creating and crafting strategic plans each year to take another step in accomplishing the mission and, and what that looks like to bring people along. And so they're always making sure uh, that the organization has the right people, has the right resources, but also that they're continually modeling what they expect of other people. Um, and again, we see this in the life of Jesus. Uh, he modeled for them what he expected. And then he invited them into it. And he said, hey, why don't you come and help me with this and assist me in that? And then he says, you know what, why don't you guys go do that? And I'm going to watch And then he he critiques, and then he gives feedback, and then eventually he sends them out on their own. And then he brings them back, and he gives them feedback. And then ultimately, once Jesus dies, he he raises to life three days later, and he comes back. After the resurrection in Matthew 28, we have the very well-known passage called the Great Commission. And Jesus says, all right, guys, hey, it's time for you guys to be out on your own, and I'm sending you to go make disciples of all nations. And, and here we go. I'm leaving. I'm going to the Father. You guys are on your own. So we see Jesus modeling what he expected of his disciples, but then he also released them to fulfill it as well. So we've covered a lot of different things uh, in, this, in this quick podcast, but just to review real quickly, you know, culture is really primarily, hey, it's, it's what we do here, and the thoughts, the attitudes, and behaviors of a certain group. And leaders, as they seek to create good culture, they establish the vision, they cast the vision, They maintain the vision by establishing systems, processes, policies, and procedures. And they make sure uh, that they're doing the right things the right way at the right time with the right people. And leaders number three, they also set the pace for the organization. And number four, they model for others what they want to see implemented and replicated. And so these are a few leadership principles that have to do with administration and culture that I believe are very, very important for any leader in any type of organization And I believe as you wrestle with these things and you meditate on what God's speaking to you today through this, I hope and pray that it'll encourage you uh, to be a better leader in the days to come. Thanks for your time. Thank you for tuning in today. You can find a wealth of resources, including free downloads, videos, book recommendations, sermons, training opportunities, and more at my website, www.DisplayTheGospel.com dot com.